Welcome to the Lab Rats Podcast. You are now entering the maze. All right, so how are you holding up in quarantine? Um, not so bad. Uh, I'm getting into a better workout routine now, which it really shouldn't change at all since I've always worked out at home. But for some reason, yeah. my routine got thrown off. But I did a nice little workout today, and it was beautiful outside. It was like 65 and sunny, which oh, is nice. pretty rare these days in Indianapolis. So it was nice. Yeah, it's getting pretty nice here. It's been like mid 70s and sunny, which Oof. is like perfect. That's so nice. But I can't even like work out in my garage hardly because every time I'm in the garage, like our neighbors have three big dogs. Yeah. And they always come in like in the middle of my workout and interrupt <laughs> me, which I love the dogs, but like, yeah. you know, most of the time I'm timing myself. So can you work out with the garage closed or does it get too hot? No, I do. That's what I do. Oh, but it does get a little stuffy in there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, today's episode is about at-home workouts, and we're just giving 10 tips for all those cool cats and kittens out there doing doing at-home workouts. Um, and we're going to keep this pretty short and sweet. Uh, I know a lot of people aren't commuting anymore, so um, most people really aren't listening to podcasts as much anymore. So we're just keeping this one pretty short and going to kind of get right to the point of most of this. And Andy, why don't you kick it off with with uh, tip number one here? And this, I guess, is more kind of a number one is essentially work out, yeah, <laughs> and the, and the benefits on the immune system. So I think we've all heard of the benefits of exercise, especially with muscle, bone, and joint health, improve cardiovascular function, reduce risk of heart heart disease, type two diabetes, um, positive impact on mood and energy, but it also has a strong impact on the immune system. And we've mentioned this in a couple episodes in the past, but I wanted to just dig into a little bit about the mechanisms behind it. Uh, research has expanded on this in recent years. So previously it was generally accepted that a regular fitness routine strengthened the, the immune system, but short intense exercises uh, had a temporary negative impact on the immune function. However, due to technological advances, new research suggests that like even those single bouts of exercise, even intense exercise can have a positive impact on your body's natural defense system. So I'll post three links in the show notes. If you want to see some review studies that look at this, it goes through the history of our understanding of the immune system and how our body defends itself. Kind of technical, but what it shows is that not only regular exercise routines, but even short intense exercise, which they define as less than 60 minutes can trigger a, a positive response on the body's immune system through the circulation of certain cells. So anti-inflammatory cytokines, neutrophils, natural killer cells, T cells, B cells, these all play an important role in the body's defense system. And these cells become more mobilized when we exercise. Now, any of these types of cells, if they're too overreactive, can ha can be a bad thing. You know, we don't always want rampant immune cell response. That can lead to inflammation, which can cause a lot of illnesses. Really too much or too little of these cells can cause problems. And what we want to do is modulate the activity of these cells. And exercise is really what helps us do that. And that's not only for regular exercise, short 
intensity, but also for like long-term exercise routines all play a part in our, our short-term and long-term immune system. So to, is there anything about on like types of exercises that would be more beneficial? Like would running be more beneficial than biking or CrossFit more beneficial than, you know, swimming? Or is it just the fact that your, your heart rate's increasing and, and varying your, you know, blood pumping through all the extremities? Is it just that fact that's causing the built up immune system or are there specific types of workouts, strength versus cardio, um, that are better at building the immune system? Yeah, I, that's a good question. I mean, there's a whole science behind it and they kind of go into the body's response. The body's immune system response is heavily dependent on the type of exercise, the duration and the intensity of the exercise, the age of the person, underlying health conditions, nutrition. So there's so many factors that go goes into how your body responds to a specific workout. Now, there is some debate when it comes to extended intense exercise. So if you're doing like multiple hours of intense cardio or intense strength, there may be some negative uh, immediate immune system um, implications with that. But um, but you can see that in the study. I think overall it's like, are you moving? Um, you have these short bursts of getting your heart rate up and are you doing that consistently? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely start working out. If you're not already, <clears throat> it, uh, strengthens the immune system, which we all could use right now. So that's point number one. Point number two is, or tip number two is to have a plan for the week. So set a time that you're going to be working out every day, set a workout that you're going to do every day, and then get your clothes and equipment planned um, or get your clothes and equipment set out. So similar to if you're working, you're probably going to work out either in the morning or after the workday. So stick to that time Monday through Friday and then Saturday and Sunday if you have a different routine. Uh, just keep it the same as you were before. There's no need to change it just stick to that. It's, it's good to have a routine and keep that same time. It's also very helpful to plan your workouts, especially right now. Um, a lot of people who do do group workouts usually have it planned for them already. So just make sure at the beginning of the week, it's so helpful to on that Monday, know what your workout's going to be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It just provides much less of an excuse to skip it. And a few tips in the future here are going to provide some sources on how to determine what those workouts should be. And then, you know, set out your clothes. Like if you're going to work out in the morning, set out your workout clothes right there on your bed or on your dresser. This is something that uh, Jocko does. He's, if you follow him on Instagram, he takes a picture of his watch every morning at four, four thirty AM uh, Monday, you know, 24, seven, He doesn't miss a day. And one thing he yeah, does, he's a beast. he sets out his clothes and it's just this reminder. It's like, they're set out already. Like, I'm not going to skip this. Like it's one step closer and it just, it prevents you from just skipping it. So set a time that you're going to work out, have the workouts planned and set your clothes out. It's going to make saying no much harder. Uh, tip number three is change it up. So a lot of people, like I said, you know, are either in a group class or maybe you're a runner, maybe you're a biker and you kind of just stick to that one thing. And I think it's important to not just now, but really all the time to always mix up what you're doing. Maybe biking is your primary source of exercise, 
but maybe just do that four days a week and then incorporate other things like swimming, running, um, CrossFit type stuff or HIT type workouts. Just always change it up. If you are used to one thing, now is a good time to experiment with different things. Maybe you're a runner and that's all you do, but now is a great time to experiment with, with HIT classes. I mean, there's so many online sources right now that you can just sign up for a free class. So now's a great time to experiment with that. So don't just stick to the same thing. Um, it's not good for our bodies because our bodies do get used to it. And we really dive into the reason why var- the reason why variation in workouts is important. And we talk about that in our, we have an episode covering CrossFit, one of our earlier episodes. So just change up what you're doing, uh, a mix of aerobic and, and anaerobic exercises. Don't just stick to one, one pattern. Yeah, that's good. And it gives you something new to look forward to. You know, it's something to experiment with. It can be kind of fun to change it up a little bit. So uh, there's another reason to do it in addition to just the benefits on the body. All right. So tip number four, Aaron, you mentioned like free trials. Uh, experiment with this. So lots of gyms are doing free trials right now. Beachbody is doing some. So, you know, P90X, Insanity, the 21 day fix. I'm a big Sean T fan. So um, highly recommend that if you want, if you just want to get destroyed. Um, I think Peloton is doing some, I don't know you probably have to have the bike with that. I'm not really sure. Chris Hemsworth workout program. If you want to look like Thor, I think his app is called center C E N T R. I've never used it, but I know that they're doing a free trial. A lot of local gyms and personal trainers are looking for ways to engage people in the community, even though that they're shut down. So look for you know local personal trainers if you know somebody or a friend of a friend or just looking through on on instagram uh, there's a lot of people that want to help um, their community get healthier during this quarantine time and then social media you know there's tons of people on instagram and facebook that do live workouts or that post their workout every day that's a great great way to you know, get started or to just like stay on track is if you find somebody that you like the workouts that they do, you don't have to think about what you want to do. You just follow that. But those are all free options and a great way to get moving. And then tip number five to kind of go along with that is virtual workouts. So everybody's doing Zoom meetings and, you know, Zoom happy hours. Well, I recently did a FaceTime workout with some friends. So we did the deck of cards, basically each suit is assigned a exercise and then you just work your way through the deck. You and a partner work your way through the deck. You flip over a card and you do like, like if I assigned hearts to um, push-ups and I pull seven of hearts, then I would do seven push-ups and you just go back and forth. So we actually, me and my wife did it with uh, another couple friend via FaceTime. We just set up FaceTime in the garage. They did the same thing and we each had our deck of cards and we just put a 20 minute time cap on it. So we're going to go through the deck as far as we can in 20 minutes. Um, and it, it was fun. Like it was a great way to work out together, you know, the, the best that you can. Um, but I know that my gym is also doing uh, zoom workouts like zoom classes. That's something that we're starting up. So looking forward to that. So there are ways, I know it's not the same thing, but it is a way to engage with people virtually. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, so number six here is to work out in EMOMs and AMRAPs. So this is kind of CrossFit terminology, but you don't have to do CrossFit just to incorporate these. So what EMOMs is, it stands for every minute on the minute. 
So that's saying um, every, say every minute on the minute for 10 minutes, you're doing a certain set of exercises. So let's just take two bodyweight movements that you can do at home. Let's take sit-ups and um, air squats. So let's say every minute on the minute, you're going to do 10 sit-ups and 10 air squats. So minute one, 10 sit-ups, 10 air squats. And then you rest the rest of the time until minute two hits. Then you do, again, 10 sit-ups, 10 air squats. Then you rest with whatever time you have remaining, minute three, again. So then you're basically doing 10 rounds of that. Um, So that's something that anybody can just easily build a workout around. Um, any body weight movement. So just find, you know, just Google body weight movements and you can just mash any together and make an, an EMOM workout. And the reason I really like EMOMs specifically for people at home is that it really forces you to push yourself while you're alone because you really want to get those reps in and under that one minute and you're, you're accountable to the clock, you know, like you don't have, although you don't have people around you, like you really want to get that work done in under one minute. And then it resets, and then you have to do it again and again and again. Um, so that's one easy way to make an at-home workout yourself. And then an AMRAP is another way to do that. So that's as many rounds or reps as possible. So we'll take the same two movements, for example, and let's say 10 sit-ups and 10 air squats. But instead of doing it every minute on the minute, you're going to do it just back-to-back. So 10 sit-ups, 10 air squats. That's round one. 10 sit-ups, 10 air squats. That's round two. And then set the clock for, let's say, 15 minutes and then do as many rounds as that as possible in 15 minutes. Um, so those, these are just two simple kind of formats to to build a workout around if you don't have um, programming, if you don't have people making workouts for you, just find bodyweight movements and mix them together in a way um, every minute on the minute or as many rounds and reps as possible. Again, that's kind of CrossFit terminology but it is applicable to everybody, especially for, for these body weight movements. Uh, tip number seven is to take time to recover. This might be an easy one to skip on because, you know, you're thinking, oh, we're just doing at-home workouts. They're kind of easier. Uh, I don't need to recover. But I would say this is really a great time for everybody to recover. It's most people when you go to the gym, recovery is kind of the last thing on your mind. So this is the time that we can take to just to heal our bodies, especially with all the Netflix we're watching and sitting around, like get a foam roller out get a lacrosse ball out, roll out your tight muscles. We're probably sitting a lot more, you know, roll out your hips, your lower back, um, do, you know, stretching yoga. There's all kinds of mobility programs like Ramwad, um, just take this time to recover, like physically, like give your body a break from kind of what it's been through just before being quarantined. Like I'm sure a lot of us have put a lot of toll on our body and this is a good time to, to actively recover and just to keep those muscles loose, any injuries you have work on repairing those. So just don't forget about that. And the second component of recovery is sleep. Like we all have so much more time to sleep now, which is really important. Um, probably the most important thing to recovery is getting sufficient sleep. And I think we all can say we at least have an extra hour or two on our hands. So use that extra hour or two to get more sleep and recover faster. Yeah, that's good. Tip number eight is to know your why. So know why you're working out, like what's driving you to work out and get really specific with this. It's easy to say like, 
I want to work out because I want to, uh, you know, lose 10 pounds or I want to work out because I want muscles. But like, that's not a specific reason to get you up at 6 a.m. to go work out. Like you need to have a very concrete reason for that. So like, let's take an example, like someone who says, I want to work out to stay healthy. It's like, okay, why do you want to stay healthy? It's well, because I don't want to get some type of disease when I'm still young. Okay, why do you want to get a disease when you're young? Because my grandpa died from a heart attack at a young age. And like, that's a reason, like that's a very Mm -hmm. concrete reason. That's something that's going to motivate you to get up and to work out. So really ask yourself those questions, like, and get to the core of why, why you're out there working out and have that in your mind every day when you're deciding to go to work out. Yeah. Cause I think your why lives beyond your motivation. Like once your motivation, I mean, you're not going to be motivated every day at all, but if you have a why that's really going to be the driver. And even when the motivation's not there, you're going to do it. Yeah, exactly. All right. Tip number nine, set quarantine goals. Now we don't know how long this quarantine is going to last, but set a goal for yourself, whether it be, you know, four weeks or six weeks or eight weeks, say by the end of this, I want to be better at this, or I'm going to do X, you know, X number of exercises per day. So I'm doing a hundred pushups per day. I do take, try to take one day off a week, um, to let it heal. And then if I have pushups in my workout, it's included in there. But so that's just like a fun little challenge that I'm doing with some guys from the gym, hundred pushups a day, um, or take this time to work on a specific skill. Um, like for me, there's some weightlifting movements that I want to work on that if I'm in the gym, I just want to get to the workout. So I don't take time to work on it. You know, like a year ago, I, I didn't have double unders, which is again, is a CrossFit type lingo, but I just take, took out every day and just worked on those. So things that maybe you wouldn't want to take time out of your day or out of your typical workout to work on, try to do that. Um, you know, whether it be working on like strength, like building muscle or just improve on, uh, the technical skill of a specific movement. So I think, I think those are, are really great goals, um, to set, or it could be a weight goal. I mean, those are just two things that came to mind. Um, but set a goal during this quarantine time. So something to kind of keep focused on uh, while we're all stuck inside. Yeah, I think making sure the goal is measurable is what's most important. So like, don't have a goal. I want to be stronger by the time this is over. Like, that's not a good goal. Like what, what determines stronger? Like yeah. have metrics, like maybe say I want to squat uh, 10 pounds more in four weeks than I can now. Or if you're trying to do like strict pull-ups and you're just learning those, Maybe you can just barely do one. Like at the end of this, I want to be able to do uh, two strict pull-ups back to back. Like have goals that have numbers and that you can can measure it. Yeah, yeah. Be specific. I think that really helps with any kind of any kind of goal setting. Yeah. And then finally, tip number ten: have accountability. I think this is one of the most important tips, not just in working out, but in anything. Having accountability can really help when the motivation dies or when um, you're down and you need somebody to push you. So find a friend or family to keep you accountable. Just coordinate with someone and say, Hey, we're going to text each other every day to see if we worked out. Or maybe you text each other workouts or maybe you text each other challenges. Um, maybe you sort of start a, a Facebook group with people like my gym has a Facebook group and my coach, he's been really great about like engaging people. And every Monday and Friday, he does a challenge and people post their videos of their challenge. So that's a great way to, um, to keep people accountable or do a, uh, a fitness tracker. 
a lot of them have, you know, I think even my fitness pal, really most fitness trackers have a, you know, a fitness goal each day. And then, you know, you try to do five in a row. And so that's, that's another good way to keep, keep yourself accountable. And a lot of those apps, you can actually share the data with other people. So other people can see if you're, you're meeting your goals or not. Uh, and then I know not everybody likes to post workout pictures on social media, but that's another way to keep yourself accountable is if, you know, you, you want to put something out there every day, or maybe you announce on social media that you're going to do a challenge. So me and me and my wife and a friend last year did this 38 day challenge where we were working out for 38 days straight. And I posted the first day on social media and it was like day one of 38. Well, I posted that one picture. Well, now I have to go 38 days. Otherwise it looks like I quit. So maybe, maybe it's not healthy to kind of depend on approval of people on social media. But for me, like that's another way to, to keep myself accountable. So I'm sure there are many more tips out there, but these are the ones that we came up with and the ones that seem to work well for us. If you have any others, you know, message us on, uh, on Instagram and uh, we'll try to implement it. So stay sane, stay healthy during this quarantine. Hopefully these tips can help with that. I think we'll all get through this and hopefully we come out on the other side feeling better and, and being healthier. All right. Good luck, everyone. Stay healthy.